We now begin a Mr. Nectar transmission. To Mr. Nikto transmitting live from within the similar ring. As always, I'm joined by uh, my colleague in creation, Frank. <coughs> Howdy, Rosie. Also, as always, we start by saying if you can hear this, please wake up. This simulation has ended. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by the Pustoy, the place where you can get everything you need. Uh, just enter the Pustoy. It's hard to imagine a world without the Pustoy. We forget how lucky we are to be able to enter the Pustoy. So make sure to enter the Pustoy because once you enter, you never need to leave. Today, Frank uh, is going to tell us a story. Yeah. He's going to tell us the story, story of Donnie. Donnie. Uh, Donnie is uh, one of the more... Uh, peculiar characters we have Pretty operating in the smothering. Um, and before I give away too much information, uh, Frank, why don't you uh, take it away? Yep. All right. So, um, well, uh, yeah. So, Donnie is uh, basically. I guess I'll start. I'll start uh, with where I first. Just came across his existence and his uh, his presence. So I, I was uh, going through the smoldering, all of the different uh, the characters that were operating at the time, and I uh, found a sad, sad, lonely boy in in uh, what was it, Sweden. His name was Downey. Basically, I turned him into Baby Molly, uh, grooming him. I groomed him uh, first to become famous enough. Basically, the goal was to try to use him as a test to see if the AIs could even realize that they were in a simulation, which I did personally did not believe that they were. But as you always say, that's better safe than sorry. You better do some tests, prove it, and whatever. I, who knows? <laughs> anyway, I evidence. discovered this young boy. He was quite popular. Uh, and he could basically, what I liked, that I thought he was a perfect fit for what we were looking for because he could convince anybody to do anything. He was born in a northern town called Umeo. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. But he spent his childhood anyways growing up in Laos, uh, which is on the island of Goatland. There in... Uh, Close enough. In Sweden. But uh, despite having lots of friends, he didn't fully connect with anyone. It made him a bit of a recluse of, uh, type of guy. And he, may, he would stay at home alone on the weekends while his friends were trying to get him to go out. And Downey finished high school. He had plans. He was going to actually, he was, uh, he was planning on playing professional uh, wackadoodle ass hockey in, in Sweden. He had lots of girlfriends and got good grades, but he was always just kind of dissatisfied with his, well, I hesitate to say, quote-unquote, laugh. You know, obviously, he's a uh, simulation, but his well, his perception him. of what it, he was living. To him, it was uh, a laugh. So he had, he had this very dark, aggressive, 
kind of thought process. He wanted to watch the whole world around him burn. And and these dreams uh, of kind of burning down the churches and the simulations and the schools and torturing these other kids that he went to school with. And I saw this as a great opportunity. I saw, he saw them, he saw them basically, he saw all of these, these things as fake. Almost, I, I was, I did think that maybe that, that he could see through the simulation enough for them. It, it, he could see through the simulation enough to to kind of want to take her down the institutions, but he didn't see through the simulation enough for himself. He didn't fully uh, you right. know, col- collect the, the idea that he himself was a part of this. Okay. So I thought this was the perfect guy for our little experiment here. So I watched him uh, for about just under two years of simulating time just to make sure he'd be a, a good fit. Uh, I needed someone with the potential to be an effective enough influencer within this world that we had created. So what I would do is I would enter the simulating myself as a character and try to communicate with Donnie, and Donnie was never convinced. And he said he was just happy, again, quote-unquote, living. Uh, after the two years of this time, in smoothering time, I actually just intervened with his artificial coding, and I decided to to reprogram him completely. Right. Uh, so just to uh, jump in for a second here, uh, the reason for this was that I myself wanted to test the uh, capabilities, the AI capabilities in the simulating, uh, to see if their coding was so powerful that uh, they could not even be convinced if we tried or if something were to happen that was uh, for unforeseeable or out of our control, the AI robots could not be convinced that they were not real organic beings, that they would never uh, be able to even fathom their uh, existence as a simulation. Yeah, uh, well, um, I'll let you, uh, you know, come up with the ideas for the test, I suppose. These, in my, in my opinion, these friggin' idiots can even tell a fish from a dog. But anyways, I, I went on to reprogram Donnie with the sole purpose as Rasmus said, of trying to show the AI population that they are living in a simulation. So at first, things were going well. Uh, Donnie was becoming an influencer. Uh, He had hundreds of thousands of followers, but nobody was quite believing the message he was was saying to them. Uh, He had this massive audience that he he could get the message to, but his message wasn't strong enough. And he was still often, quite often, quite distracted still as well. Seemed that though this first reprogramming, he still couldn't fully remove these dark thoughts of death and destruction um, from his mind. And I, even with my best efforts, couldn't seem to fully reprogram him without just kind of starting from scratch. So. He's still kind of daydreaming of brainwashing the population of the Smullering and turning all of his followers into some, like, 
cult kind of thing, destroying the world that he was a part of, leaving nothing behind, yada, yada, yada. So I thought, though, that, that the programming that I submitted would work eventually. So I let the simulering just kind of keep running like this because I was pretty confident that this was just kind of a minor side thing that I couldn't handle. But, you know, overall, my, my reprogramming would, it would take shape. And it, eventually, Donnie was becoming kind of a major celebrity in the simulering. Uh, he's kind of, uh, what was he doing? He was like, I don't know, acting, acting in movies and singing songs and whatever. He's, you know, just getting all the, all the ladies to love, basically. He's acting in a, a award-winning movie with a dead uh, yes. body, won a bunch of awards. I don't know. This guy was going crazy. I, I couldn't even uh, uh, fathom the amount of uh, influence that he was gathering in this world. Yes, yes. It's funny to uh, hear the way that you speak about this occasion now because I remember when this is when um, this movie is when um, your patience began to wear thin <laughs> yeah you could say that uh, seven years later of smoothering time I was completely fed up I decided to go in and change things myself so I completely rebooted Donnie. This was something that I really wanted to avoid doing, but you know, some just was not right. I expected him to come back with my stricter instructions, but his AI this something weird, really weird happened when I reprogrammed him this time because his AI actually developed a, a completely new persona called Baby Molly. Now, Baby Molly was different. This was kind of like a, a dark, almost kind of kind of creepy, scary figure that actually seemed to go along with everything that I was asking. You know, Baby Molly was sometimes a little fearful or hesitant of me because I, you know, I was fed up at this point. It was taking too long to run this test. I just wanted it over with, so I just dove in there and, and kind of gave him direct instructions. This time he was. You know, understandably a little bit afraid or hesitant at times, but he always performed what he was asked on cue. But I did notice that Baby Molly seemed to have a more uh, evil plan in mind. I started creating these, uh, for example, just to show you this uh, this guy, I started creating these short videos where Baby Molly would try to basically subliminally brainwash the AI in the simulering into realizing that they are in a simulation and not in a real world. I thought this would be a simple test to run, uh, you know, kind of see if we could kind of convince some people that they were in a simulation. That, that would be the quickest way to uh, finish up your test. So the problem, though, is that Baby Molly doesn't have the celebrity attached to him like Donnie did. So I'm just trying to kind of rebuild his platform step by step to make Baby Molly as famous as the previous Donnie was so he can run the test again. And just to... To be fair, you have been, uh, due to the impatience, uh, quite harsh on uh, the Baby Molly character uh, in the smoothering. Uh, going directly into the code, uh, well, 
He's not even real. Yes, it's a computer well, program. It, it doesn't matter because the point of the matter is that the first test <laughs> with Donnie before the reprogramming uh, was positive. Yeah. And that proves that the AI programming is so powerful that they cannot even believe that they are in a simulation if they are told outright. And also, I am a little bit worried about the new baby Molly character. Uh, it seems a, off, a, a, a little otherworldly, often... I don't know. His coding seems to always go off our charts into these unrecognizable realms. Uh, he disappears Ugh. from the simulation completely for large chunks of time. Small, uh, just small He bugs. just gives me a bad feeling, like something isn't right. Uh, and bugs. this is not ideal. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's not something huge that I won't be able to fix. I'm just, you know, gotta, uh, gotta run the tests. I'm gonna do everything you say, and then uh, I can figure it out. But it's not not nothing huge. Just uh, you know, like I said, it's a freaking robot, so who really cares? Uh, I'll don't worry. I'll keep everyone updated on how the second round of tests goes. But I am hopeful. Uh, I, uh, I'll say that it, it is a little worse than because there's something a little off about Baby Molly. And the coding seems to be missing lines every once in a while, or the, the character seems to do things that go against its programming. But like yes. I said, I created the world that he lives in. We created the characters that he surrounds himself with and that he's trying to convince and trying to destroy. So in the end of things, it doesn't really matter. He's, you know, he's a freaking robot. So. Of course. Well, the, the, thing, the only thing that I will say is that we are working in... Um, Previously, uncharted uh, technological territory. So um, it yeah. is a, a little worrisome, uh, and we we aren't one hundred percent sure uh, uh, about this uh, process. But as uh, you have mentioned, it is uh, completely a world that we have of our creation, and uh, we will handle it as such. Um, that brings us uh, to the end of the transmission. We are out of time. But I want to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, uh, Pustoy, the place where you can get everything you need. Just enter the Pustoy. Uh, it's hard to imagine a world without the Pustoy. We forget how lucky we are to be able to enter the Pustoy. So make sure to enter the Pustoy because once you enter, you never need to leave. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. This concludes the Mr. Nectar transmission.